On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, it's a mini episode. But we meet Balthazar, the angel privateer. And we talk about Moses's mighty tool. Mm. Let's do this. Welcome to Devil's Trap Podcast, Season 6, Episode 3, The Third Man. It's the three? Oh, it feels weird. Yeah. Only three. Seems like a low number. Mm-hmm. Maybe since you, what are you I'm up to? used to seeing the third. I don't know. Um, what am I up to? Uh, so, hi everybody, I'm Liz. <laughs> That's Diana. <laughs> Uh, uh, with this train wreck of an intro, uh, sorry, like things are going crazy right now. So it's cold. Diana's frozen on the internet and she's got a very judgmental look on her face <laughs> and, and she's just staring at me. We were hoping when we pressed record, she would unfreeze, but she didn't. So now. Oh, there she sorry. Goes. Stop judging me, Diana. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. There was a story I was going to, I was saving for the podcast. Remember we were having a conversation. Celebrity Jeopardy. Celebrity Jeopardy. Okay. Have you have not been watching Celebrity Jeopardy? No, no. I have not. Uh, so it's actually gotten like really bad ass. So on like the last episode, it was Patton Oswalt versus um, Michael Sarah and crap. What's the name of the guy who developed Ted Lasso? Jason, Jason Sudeikis? No, 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 the other one. Oh, I don't remember. Ah! I don't know, all of, I all of these guys had, like, so. these amazing episodes where they had just, like, gotten, like, I don't know, like, thousands of dollars and, like, all these questions wrong. But they ended up being, like, this super, like, nail-biter at the end. I know. I highly recommend everyone watch Celebrity Jeopardy. It was really good. Je- not Jeopardy either. Jeopardy, too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, that has been the highlight of my week beyond uh, okay. organizing my bathroom, Ooh. which uh, for most people, like, hey, I have a very large bathroom and that is a wonderful thing. Yeah. However, when you live in a house for a while and you have a lot of storage, which is a wonderful thing, it also is a grand opportunity for things to go awry. Yeah, because you fill it. If there's storage, you fill it, whether you need to or not, and you as, do. Yeah. And especially as a lady who loves product um, yeah. and by product, I don't mean cocaine. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like, this is not an episode of narco traffickers, but I mean, like, you know, eyeshadow and then also like all the skincare things, potions. And so I have drawers and drawers of potions. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go through your potions and say, oh, this will turn me into a frog now and I must throw it out. So that was my weekend, and I also had new organizing drawers and new like so everything looks exactly the same but different. Yeah, but you can find it. But I can find it, and yeah, and Diana got to see my spruce up projects. So I was like, "This was an ordinary tray, and now I stuck a piece of paper to it. It's a brand new tray. It's a fancy tray now. Now crafting. it's fancy crafting." 
Uh, yes, uh, I, I'm sure like I could have a YouTube channel about doing that, but instead I just did it for myself like a sucker. Oh, yeah. Yep. How about you? How are you doing? Um, I had a pretty laid back weekend, but in a good way. Like I really needed like a quote unquote normal, but but bought a new purse and ate crawfish and then got a bunch of laundry and meal prep done and got to relax. I mean, it was pretty rad, honestly. <laughs> I'm not mad at any of it. See, I don't know, like, if I'm still first and if you can see me flicking you off. I can see it. Thank you. Oh. I also but now we, I just notice that when I flick people off that, like, my thumb, like, my, my index finger knuckle goes up. Like, what is the appropriate way to shoot the middle finger? Is it with the knuckle showing or should, like, they be flat all the way down? I don't know. I just kind of, I don't know. I, my, my thumb kind of goes out sometimes. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. So, but yeah, yeah she texted me like that four, on Sunday. Like four She's pounds like, of crawfish. I'm relaxing. And I'm like, in like all these boxes well, surrounding me, like full of my mess. Now, now to be clear, my, my concept of a quote unquote relaxing is not the same as yours. Mine was that I had a very successful grocery trip and was sorting laundry and meal prepping and felt very satisfied and calm about it, which I don't think is the same as your definition of relaxing. Am I correct in this assessment? No, when you relax, you should be a lump on your sofa. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't doing that. that, that that's not relaxing. That's doing shit. <laughs> it was so... Oh, maybe the word calming? Is that a better word for it for me? Yeah, but see, I, I'm not calm about those things because those things have to get done. And like, I have to get those things done so I can get to being a lump on the sofa. See, I just cause I like I like the process. And I'm not, I'm not good at sitting still. We know this. <gasps> you're unfrozen. Yay, you're not judging me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you can judge me because I can't sit still and my calming activities involve household chores I guess I don't know look I mean my organizing was also calming in a way like yeah. people don't do that if they do I mean I I hope you don't do the level of organization that I did if you don't enjoy it and no. like because I, I guess normal people maybe they don't have as many products or things that like can't go into their bathroom and find their drawer of these are my toners and my exfoliators these are my cleansers these are my moisturizers these are my yeah. hair products these are my hair styling tools these are my hair products that do these certain things this is my drawer for my cleaning stuff like yeah, so I don't have that many it's a lot, though. well like i say like there's a level of insanity that goes into that or that level of organization. That's fair. That's okay. We all have, we all have our neuroses when it comes to these things. It's all right. But yes, also so, like that does like, and the thing is like, I had to have that finished before I could find like, as Diana said, her piece, like I, there was, there is no relaxing until that is done. Right. Oh, no, don't worry, because that's, that's the thing, too, is I get all that done, and doing the process feels good, and then when I do sit down, even if it's not for very long, it's a much more peaceful sit down. It is. Like, right now, like, I can't sit down peacefully in the front part of my house, because there's boxes in there that are re a result of the organization, because all the things got oh, stacked into yeah. boxes, so yeah. now I have all of them broken down, they need to go to the trash, mm. so I can't go into the living room. Yeah. Or I'll freak out. Happens. It's also too cold to take things out to the trash right now. So they're in the That's <laughs> definitely reasonable because it is freaking cold uh, for the next several days. So uh, hopefully we'll be warming up by the time this episode airs. 
Third, yeah, by Thursday, I think it, we should be. It, we frozen. should be in the third. No, I think it's a little. Bit I think cold. we're gonna hit the forties on Thursday, which is just freaking lovely at this point because it's gonna sure. be below freezing. I'll take then. it. I had to walk in snow and ice today, and I didn't like it. Yeah, gross. My face is not made for that. I don't. Unless yeah. it's fun snow for like a day where I'm not don't have a lot of shit to do. Maybe it's like I'm on like vacation and it's not at my house. Yes, that's great. That snow, like the snow, That's like somebody it. pumps out in a mountain resort, which I've never been at, but I think I could enjoy either. that snow. Not my problem snow. I want to yeah, enjoy not, not my, my problem, problem snow. snow. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, all my coworkers who live like up in Ohio and shit or like or other places or like there's so many pictures like they're snowblowers and they're getting out late. I was like, I would never mm. leave my house. Never, because that would just never get. There's like, you know, do I need to go outside and blow snow? No. If the answer is yes, then I'm not going outside. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just in here, and we just have a lot of shit in the freezer until things melt. I'm just so mad that like, and my my I've had to shovel snow in my life, like actual snow, mm-hmm. like one time in my life, and I never want to do it again. Yeah. Well, I didn't live in New York. Or Pennsylvania. I know. I had to shovel places. snow in Pennsylvania, not in New York, because I didn't have a car in New York. But yeah, I uh, the only time I did was when I was in the army, and I was at basic training, and they didn't have enough shovels. You had to shovel brooms. it with a broom. Yes, I remember that because I was editing the episode where you're talking about shoveling stuff with a broom. It's stupid, and it's still stupid. And I will mention it every time that we talk about shoveling snow. Because well, I've also dumb. like had to like dig things that car out with like a shovel that was like a tiny tiny shovel like, that like was a little just... tiny like a little beach sand yeah. shovel no, the worst ever though was like when i lived in an apartment and i was shoveling out my car and like the guy that came down he was like i've just been watching you shovel snow for like the past three hours I'm like go fuck yourself man like what he was like <gasps> i just rude. was sitting out in my <laughs> nice warm apartment watching you shovel snow if it's taller than you go fuck yourself man all right. So yeah. speaking of men, uh, this is so. What's the third oh, man? So the third man. Third so, man. Uh, yeah. so we are trying something new uh, for this episode. Uh, we're going to do. We're going to call a mini episode, and we're not yeah. going to go through everything in this. We're just going to we're going to give ourselves a you ourselves and you a little break in time, and we're just going to talk about a few things on this episode. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. Like I said, this is Devil's Trap Podcast, and this is the mini. 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 Mini sewed? We learn as we go. All right. So uh, this episode, as I said, it was called The Third Man. And this comes from an Orson Welles. Okay, I'm trying to say this word. Even though I love this word, I have a hard time pronouncing it. Noir. I don't know why. It's a hard word for me to say noir film uh so this could also be a like a reference to Cass being the third guy or it could be related to Raphael being the third most powerful archangel or like i don't know there's a lot of things that could be the third the reason for the third but uh this was the third episode of the season and first aired october 8th 2010 uh it was directed by robert singer so nobody knew there but somebody very important and was written by ben edlund so i think that explains a lot of things we saw in this episode so one of the things we just want to focus on here is kind of like what did we learn this episode who's new we met balthasar 
Galafasar, so. who is a very, very attractive man. Not gonna lie. Yeah. And so Balthazar, we find, is um, Castiel's brother. So he is an angel. Not in actual, like, real-world lore, but in Which is weird, lore. right? And so I, like, it wasn't until I looked this up that I learned that, right? Because I think if you're watching mm-hmm. the show, you're like, that sounds like... Like, legit, like another angel. It sounds like an old name, and I associate it with the Bible. And the reason why that you associate it with the Bible is that Balthazar was one of the three magi. Or the oh. three wise men. So okay. you may have like heard his name in relation to, you know, the dudes who brought Jesus's, like he went to their baby shower. I guess yeah. like post baby shower, whatever. Sorry, um, so that is probably where you've heard. And also it's a name that's come, like it's, it's a very, uh, is it gothy name? I don't know. Like yeah. it shows up a lot in like pop culture, but he's not an angel. Good thing hmm. But in Supernatural, he is. But in Supernatural, he's a cheeky, cheeky little angel. He is. And he is Castiel's brother, who was believed to be dead because he faked his own death during the Apocalypse War in Heaven, stole a whole bunch of uh, artifacts and magical heavenly weapons and, and items, and went to Earth and starts hawking them for souls. And Castiel is not happy about this, obviously. You know, I mean, whenever there are wars, there will be profiteers. Yeah. You know, and so, sometimes they'll be buccaneers. Sometimes they'll be, you know, but I guess that's what he is. Balthazar is a buccaneer. I just want to call him. Balthazar the buccaneer. Oh, yeah. So with that, is it uh, time for lore? want to talk about when the things he was hawking yeah all right so let's talk about that so we're going to talk about the staff of moses aka moses's rod aka his mighty tool so this staff and honestly we want to see how many times i can make a phallus reference like i was i've been very excited kind of research even though i did some quick research this week uh, the whole purpose was how many times can I make a phallic thing? So, uh, so his staff, his member, not member, his his staff is pretty famous in all sorts of biblical Abrahamic lore. So, I mean, no matter like if you are you know on the Judaic, Christian, uh, Islamic side, anybody who has an Abrahamic Abraham and Moses, you've got it. You've got a rod. Right. And so we most, well, like most of the people we most know about this from the book of Exodus. And so the TLDR on that is, okay, tell me if the story sounds familiar. A a burning bush appears Mm -hmm. to Moses, right? Everyone remembers a burning bush. Yeah. No ointment for that. But the bush is God. And so the bush asked, the burning bush asked Moses, hey, dude, what's in your hand? And he's like, it's my mighty staff. And then the bush goes, is it? And then poof, it's a snake. And sometimes he puts it on the ground and sometimes like it's in his hand. But, you know, and then like the bush changes it back from a snake to a mighty strong rod. 
Okay. Right. Another That's what the bush does. Like the bush does. And so another well-known story, Moses and his brother Aaron, like they're appearing before the Pharaoh, right? And they're like, let my people go. And in this story, right. sometimes it's Moses's rod and sometimes it's Aaron. So you can see this kind of goes back and forth as like someone else's rod or whatever. Um, so basically they're like, let my people go. Watch me turn my staff into a serpent. And then like everyone's like, ooh. But then the pharaoh's like, he's got sorcerers, and he they're like, Yeah, all right, cool, we can do this too. And they're like, look at our mighty rods, like they're all snakes too. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Is this a snake battle? They're just they're all comparing rods and then it's a snake battle. But why why was this ever okay? And like, I'm fuck you. Like, no, I don't want to be part of any sort of no pro battle. Like, fuck you, fuck. And only men would do this. Like, I'm sorry. Like, no, it was like women being like, watch me like pull out my, like this thing that's obviously representing my dick and like turn to something that's going to jump up and bite me. Like, no, totally do thing. But anyways, because also like after like these snakes are battling, like Aaron's rod swallows the other snakes. <clears throat> All right. So, um, but also then, like, the staff is used to turn the Nile blood red and also to initiate the plagues of Egypt. So, like, that's all the frogs, the vermin, the hail, the locusts, et cetera. Like, most of those, like, we got, like, we saw a reference in this episode. Yeah. It's It's also used to split the Red Sea and to basically Mm -hmm. get water out of rock, which does seem pretty handy. I think, you know, like, going through the desert, and you're just like, I'm very thirsty, and just like, poof, here's some fucking water. Like, it's nice. Like, hopefully it's like a Brita filter, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's natural spring water. Like, do you get to choose what kind of water comes out? Is it from the rock? I mean, wouldn't it be, like, mineral, like, filtered? So I guess it's like, that is the definition of spring water, right? So you got your alkaline in there, you know, you've got all those, like, those minerals that are good for work, your recovery from your workout. So Excuse if you me, go, can I get mine sparkling. Like it, oh god, that'd be so great. So like if you go into like this is my favorite thing about like Delta Sky lounges, and I think the Centurion lounges have this too, where you can go and you can press like sparkling on the water tap, and it comes out sparkling. Mm-hmm. So fancy, I love it. Uh, That's how you know you made it. Yeah, but if you go to Petra in Jordan, which is you, know, Ooh, you, oh, my which. Dream. Oh, definitely my bucket list. I honestly was looking up today. It was like, how safe is it to travel to Jordan? And if you don't know what that is, if you've seen any of the Indiana Jones movies, like where they're riding (laughs) through the desert and all those things are carved into the rocks, that is Petra. So within Petra, there is the Valley of Moses. That's a real place, motherfucker. It's not just not a thing in the movies. That is a real place you can go to if you go into Jordan. So, I mean, the T, you know, TLDR on that was that you can go to Jordan, but you should be careful and just go, don't go too near Syria. Correct. Just stay a little further back from that. So, anyhow, um, but in Petra, there is a Valley of Moses and there is a spring there, which is Moses' spring. And that supposedly came from the time where he went with his, with his mighty rod and made water come out. Um, so also, um, 
speaking of the Valley of Moses, there is a man that thinks that this is the valley where Moses was indeed buried or entombed. And he thinks he was there under this thing that's supposed to look like a snake and not to be disrespectful, but it does look like the poop emoji. Like it just is, but I guess that's what a curl, curl snakes, yeah. poop emojis, very similar. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, Graham Phillips, he has a writer in some like, documentaries where he basically says, I've deduced that the staff was here and the staff is no longer there. The staff is now in the Egyptian gallery of the Birmingham museum, which is conveniently across the street from me. So I really huh. encourage you to go watch this shit on YouTube. Uh, so uh, what was the name of the fucking show? Oh, it's something like if you just go Google like staff of Moses found and you start watching this documentary and it looks very legit and you're like on board. You're like, Oh yeah, I can see where he's at this. And then he's like there. I'm like, what he just found the staff in the, the museum that's across the street from where. Oh fuck. And he's got a whole bunch of, there's a bunch of logic in it and it's a beautiful logical grid about Moses being just you know being like coming out of a river and being taken up by the pharaohs of Egypt and so then like he would be called Tothmosius and that's why the staff this wooden thing was buried with him because the wooden thing says in hieroglyphics this is a staff of Tothmosius so he makes this logical argument about why Tothmosius is Moses because they do sound similar right I mean Tothmosius Moses. Yeah. I mean, it's still a pretty cool staff. I mean, it's, you know, it's right. from like, yeah, it's a rad staff. It's from like 2000 BC. It's cool. Yeah. Was it the it's still a really fucking old staff? It's I an mean, old regardless. staff. And it, apparently, like, you know, he went across the street to the museum and was like, do you know what you have? And they were like, do we have that? I don't know if we do. Um, so that is one place. If you were in. In Birmingham, Birmingham, UK, not Birmingham, Alabama, you can go visit the Birmingham Museum, who has it a very, honestly, it's a very impressive Egyptian gallery to the point where it's like, oh, maybe this is too impressive. You should send, yeah. <laughs> send some of this stuff back. Uh, but it's really cool. It was like a bunch of cool stuff, uh, like all the stuff that came out of like the original, like when like things got like. When Egyptology was really cool, like in Victorian Europe, and like everybody was like okay. into archaeology, all that cool shit, and a lot of it's there. It's really neat. Awesome. But so if you can go visit, you may be able to find the Staff of Moses there. Or um, if you go to, I have no idea how to pronounce this, the Top Copy, T O P K A P I, Top Copy, Top Copy. Yeah, sure. Uh, palace in Istanbul, Turkey, and so if another you place go- on my travel list. Awesome. Dang, yeah, my it, travel list. It's really, it's awesome. It's really awesome. Uh, this is the former Ottoman Imperial Palace. Ooh. So there's, there's, it's complete with harem. Like you can go there and like go to see the places where you know all the subjugated women were saying. But at least they were obvious about it, right? They're just right. like this is this is where the women are. But I, so, but that palace is there, and if you go to the privy chamber housing the chamber of the sacred relics, 
you can go see the staff of Moses there. And there is a card that says a staff of Moses and not gonna lie. It's very weird reading like trip advisor views, reviews about the staff of Moses. I mean, like somebody was like staff of Moses sick, but I mean, I think, and some of this may Did be, someone give it zero stars? Cause it was boring. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Look at this fucking stick, man. I can't believe it's, they fu- came... it's just a stupid stick. I thought it was well, it's not Moses. just the stick. I mean, there is a lot of, relics so i like, understand i'm just some idiot i'm just thinking about the idiot r- I know, but also it's kind of cool like like at least like within like christian churches those relics tend to be like spread out and we had to go to, like different Ooh, maybe that should be like a summer jaunt like going to like different cathedrals to find all their relics because mm-hmm. <sighs> you know it's like, it's like oh, maybe then hunt. we can find saint elizabeth's nipples that's probably how you have to find them. And are they the same one or do you have to go to more than one? You have to go everywhere looking for her nipples. Anyways, so like, yeah, call back to that episode. Go find that. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, so but also, this may be a translation thing, but a lot of the TripAdvisor reviews about the, about where you can go see the staff of Moses's, Moses, people call it Moses' stick a lot got it uh, so you be careful like, when you say that real fast yeah miss miss that's a stick, Moses stick. <laughs> okay i got it it took a minute yeah we're 14 year old boys we know yep it. we are all right so one last thing it's just poor terminology yeah, poor. and pronunciation all right so one last thing about moses staff which is like the thing that comes to mind to my mind is there is currently a hacktivist group named moses moses staff and okay. they are associated with the iranian government and they target israeli mm. organizations uh, but they're also linked to the group. There's that's come out re- more recently, Abraham's Axe. Uh, so it's also the Iran, but um, and they're attacking groups in Saudi Arabia. But now I want to go research Age of Abraham's Axe. Sounds like way cooler than most stuff. I know. I'm like, is there? A, I don't like. I feel like I'm missing out because I don't know the story of Abraham's Axe. But I don't either. That's a, yeah. I feel like there's something there. There's something there. Dang. Like, if you're going to go with, like, the weapon of choice, like, I would have gone with Abraham's axe. It's a little scarier than a rod. My stick. And Moses' a stick. Oh, it's a snake! Also, like, if you're going to make a dick thing and be like, oh, now my dick's a snake, like... <sighs> Sorry. I had to like it, you can't not like there is it was the phallus the phallus is everywhere yeah. dick magic it's all it always comes back to dick magic <laughs> oh my gosh <sighs> alright so that is our lore for this episode now Diana what can you tell about this hot juicy piece of angel that's not an angel but he's an angel I mean, it's time for casting couch. Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. All right, so Balthazar is played by Sebastian Roche, who is Ooh, a Roche. French Scottish actor. <gasps> 
No wonder I want to bang the shit out of this guy. Oh my god, I'll cut that. I'm so gonna cut that, but okay, go on. <sighs> oh, uh, so he's been his career started out um, with him doing a lot of actually like French roles, uh, like speaking French French things I would not have heard of. Um, but so he um, was he in was... like and then yeah, rah, like rah, 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 rah. yeah. Uh, and then he was Martin in The Last of the Mohicans, uh, Gawain in the Merlin miniseries on TV, if you remember that one, Wolfgar in, Be- in, 20- in Beowulf in uh, 2007. Um, he was a- an ongoing character, Thomas Jerome Newton in Fringe. Uh, I'm going to hit a couple others before I get to the ones that I know you're excited about. We'll get to Dr. Ethan Campbell in Batwoman. He's um, What's a sheriff. Batwoman? It's a series. Is it like a, like a CW or like a D? Okay. Um, he's Sheriff Awaji W A G Y in Big Sky. There's some crossover there. Um, and then uh, he's Father Renard in the new series, um, the newer series, 1923. Um, and most importantly, for our reference, probably is Mikhail in the Vampire Diaries and the Originals. Oh. Oh. I may have to go back to Legacies. I miss I miss that that universe a lot. That universe was I need so to pick good. up Originals again. I had walked away um because I really want to watch Legacies. I, I so. keep walking away. I try like a thousand times and I keep walking away from the Originals. And Legacies was pretty it's I don't know it's hit and miss too it's I mean it still has um what's his name in it um I loved him the guy I know the main guy not Alistair uh I don't remember it starts with a what Alaric Alaric yes that's what it was no, I liked him a lot on Vampire Diaries. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, so, so him in the continuation of I and I like some of the cast in it, but they're not as good as they are not as good as the original Vampire Diaries cast, which was just spectacular. It was agreed. Agreed. Oh, I need a new show. Oh, I was, I was like, we're just going to disintegrate and talk about other shows. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say my comments about um uh, just as a quick summary on this episode moving on i'm interested to see more balthazar and i don't trust sam yeah sam is fucking sus he is sus. super sus but super also fucking super sus. hot i mean yeah. yeah i'm not gonna lie because he is being you know why he's hot because he's being very fucking emotionally unavailable and also like <laughs> did he just like so what do you think? Do you think Jared Padalecki, like, did he spray tan or did he just, like, lie out naked? Like, he is so fucking tan. I, like, I, ridiculously, I, like, so. Like, you're gonna get skin cancer. He's pretty Padalecki. tan. I bet I bet it's a spray. I bet it's a spray. He's on TV. It's a spray. Yeah. Spray tan. I'm calling Can it. Can you imagine being Jared Padalecki's spray tan artist? Man, like, <laughs> Somebody's like she's like cr- she's like having to like hold it together and then like go like cry afterwards. 
I mean, it's not, she's probably just like, this is my best day. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, not a bad way cry, obviously. But yeah, yeah. no, I think, uh, so we're very sexualizing Sam in this episode. Um, so mm-hmm. did you feel exploited, Jared? I'm not sure. Like, we were definitely like, oh, these poor, like, I mean, I know he's like super fit, but oh my God, can you imagine how hard it must be with like, before you know you have to film, like, like, okay, so before this episode, you're going to be doing 50 push-ups, and then you're going to be, like, doing all Without these Without a shirt on. Also, how do you get this hotel room with, like, a pull-up bar? Like, I can't even figure out how aren't to put a pull-up bar in my that, house. Like, people, but aren't, those, aren't, those, aren't those ones that are, like, you don't, like, have to mount it? You can just, like, pop it in a door frame, and it pops out? They are know, not safe. Like, if your oh, door frame oh. is, like, any way, like, curve, like, like, it won't work in my door frame. I'm also just terrified I'm going to fall and I fall of like everything like i fall for things that are like on the ground and i really like i have been researching pull-up bars because i need it's either pull-up bars or pull-up aerial rig so i kind of yeah. go back and forth like 170 dollars and one's like over a thousand yeah yeah i don't like pull-ups <laughs> but they're kind of necessary can. like for, for what you do yes yeah yeah and i want to be and honestly for fuck's sake like i want to do fucking pull-ups like i like i could never do them they they do feel tough yes they make you feel fucking tough and like if if anybody had to do the the president's fitness test do they still make kids do that i don't know it's humiliating it's humiliating you can't do pull-ups or chin-ups or like whatever they made you do like it, it sucks so if like, I like if I can I like do them do as a middle aged woman, push ups make me feel tough. Yeah, they do. Push ups do me too. I can't do very many right oh now. Oh my god, our many episode has become a very weird tangent. So... It has. So on that note, <laughs> go go do some push ups and some pull ups, or not. Or it's not. fine either way. Either I'm gonna way, go eat some cookies and you. bitch about the cold. Uh, but yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Cheers, Rick. <laughs> Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Get It production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at DevilsTrapPodcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.